it's the kid, it's the child, it's the main man here, HH half of the hope, man. Look, I know it's been a while. I know it's I know it's 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 taken a bit, but we just had to just get things. Look, basically, I just like too many stuff to too much stuff to do, but we're back with what's classic. What's mm. classic is back where we look at some of the quote unquote classic albums and we basically decide whether said albums that have been by whatever people are actually classics because you know whatever we say goes you know so we are really the last true voices with regards to whether a rap album is a classic or not <laughs> so um unfortunately no country music man or no pop music so britney spears fans i'm sorry man this this is the wrong stop so daniel we should up, probably man? expand no i'm good i'm good but we should probably expand to like other genres well no no yeah but i mean but not I just rap speak. i mean like not pop, obviously, but like you know, maybe uh, the odd rock album or something like that. But it's primarily yeah, like, like I don't I don't listen to country music, bro. So I don't know about you, but country music ain't really my thing, man. So um, I don't think I've never listened to a whole country album of any artist. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, neither have I. Never. Like I mean, and that's yeah. nothing in knocking because I think it, quite a few rap songs were taken from some country country classics. So a lot of famous songs. We're from from country, so it's just that country has never really been my my, my thing. So, mm. um, but look, man, but look, at the, well, f- before we get to those genres, we're going to deal with rap, okay. and there are a lot of so-called um, apparent classic rapper albums that we can get through before we get to any of the other genres and so forth. Mm. Um, so for this week, um, we decided to roll with um, Mr. Kendrick Lamar's sophomore album, "To Pimp a Butterfly." Um and so bit, I mean I don't where I mean where do we I mean where do you even start with this kind of album I mean okay look maybe I'll start with this is no, that I, I got you did, 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 where when did you first learn of Kendrick like mm. what, what was your first exposure to Kendrick Lamar oh, that's a very good question because it was a weird one so because I subliminally held had is it is it swimming pools or something yeah the from, from the first album from the first and, album Kid Man city yeah and and i didn't i didn't really like it i was like hey, what's this stuff blah 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 um and then i was hearing bits of his music here and there okay 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 this is fine this is fine this is fine so i, I can't remember when i actually fully sat down and listened to it and let me be real with you mm-hmm I'm not sure whether I actually really was a big fan of Kendrick from Good Kid Mad City. You know, like even when I sat down and listened to the albums, but I said, oh, wow, this is actually an Enora album. But I wasn't really like, oh, my Kendrick is really this guy and everything. I was like, okay, no, this is actually pretty cool. Like, but it's what it seemed to me like just a good rap album, mm-hmm. nothing out of the ordinary. So my first exposure to Kendrick was. Um, was it was it really swimming pools? It might yeah, it might have been that. And this was just where in the background where it must have been like on TV or was a music video or something. Mm-hmm. And as I was watching, it, I just I was like, wait, who is this guy? Why is he Kendrick Lamar? Oh, apparently he's been co-signed by Dr. Dre. He's a new guy. I was like, okay. And then I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. But it didn't really make that much of a big impression on me. So, you see, what about you? See, this is maybe my advantage of living in the United States, I suppose. Um, I wrote, there, there was there was a time where so many artists were releasing mixtapes. 
So you had Drake releases so far gone, Kid Cudi, a kid named Cudi, Wale was releasing mixtapes. Um, and Kendrick Lamar was kind of another one in, in that line of artists who were kind of blowing up by releasing their mixtapes. So I remember I was in, it might have been 2010, which would have been my second year in college. Um, shout out to my dude, David Bennett, somebody from Brooklyn that 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 I went to school with. Yo, shout out, um, David, man, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, we, we, we lost communication, but it's one of, it's, you, you know, the friends you have before, like social media really blew up. Mm. It's one of those, like, I wasn't really on Facebook or Twitter back then. Oh, so. yeah, oh yeah, Toby Ma. If, if you're out there, man, find me, man. <laughs> it's one of those things, man. So anyway, he was like, yo, have you heard Kendrick Lamar? I was like, I don't know who that is. He's like, he's a rapper from the West Coast because we would always like trade um, new rappers that we were hearing. So he might shoot me Kendrick Lamar. I might tell him, yo, have you heard the new Mickey Fax record or um, Sean Christopher or Charles Hamilton or just a, just a bunch of rappers at the time that were like trying to come up in that way. Um and he gave me this mixtape. He was like, yo, go to X website and download this thing called Overly Dedicated. Mm. And that was in 2010. And that was Kendrick Lamar's second project. I think his first one was the Kendrick Lamar EP. And once I heard Overly Dedicated, it had songs like The Heart Part 2. Um, I think Ignorance is Bliss, which is incredible. Um, Michael Jordan. I didn't really care for that one, but I know that one was kind of famous. Um, and there were just a lot of records that like, yo, I like this dude. And then I went back and I listened to the Kendrick Lamar EP. And I really like that project. It has like, um, was I w- want to be heard and just a bunch of really, really solid records. And so this is before, because I, I, I think Kendrick Lamar blows up really with Section 80. Mm-hmm. Like oh, that, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's, that, yeah. that's just like, oh, so this is going to be a guy that's going to be in hip hop for the next decade or, or so, or, or even longer, depending. Um, but that was my first wind was that mixtape overly dedicated. So I, I had Kendrick Lamar earmarks that, yo, this guy can create an incredible album. So I put him right along there with J. Cole. Like when I heard um, the warm up, I was like, hmm, OK, this guy might be able to do something special. The same thing when you heard Drake so far gone. You're like, OK, this guy has some potential. So let's put him in a, you know, put him in the iTunes, put him in whatever, wherever you store your music and. Let's let's keep tabs on him. So then he releases Section 80, and it kind of blows up. Um, what, what were some songs on, off that one? Um, Keisha song, Ronald Reagan era. I'm just looking at the track listing now. Um, hold up, <laughs> yo, hold up is my shit. So like, yo, like that that Section 80 project was really good. And then we get into Good Kid, Mad City, and that, for all intent and purpose, is a classic record to me. So that so the, the first time I heard Kendrick, I knew he had the capability of releasing classic albums. What they sounded like, though, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't particularly sure what it would sound like, but I knew he had it in it. And when you heard Good Kid, Mad City, I was like, okay, this is somewhere there. But then we get to Pippa Butterfly, and I'm like, whoa, okay, <laughs> like this mm. is this this is something different. I didn't know he had this in him, but I knew he had something in him. You, do, do, do you understand what I'm saying? Oh no, no. Oh yeah, no. I, th- I think it's like because you see, for me, I'm I'm, I'm one of those guys that I should don't like listening to mixtapes. For me, I'm I one of those guys. That I don't like listening to mixtapes. I don't like listening to EPs. Although um, the EP for her, HR, is bloody am- amazing though. But still, the Kendrick Lamar EP like, is essentially a mixtape. 
So it's it's I mean, not like five tracks. It's a, it's like a legitimate maybe 12, 13, 14. It was called an EP. I don't know why he mm. called it an EP, but no, but, but, it, but it was, I think it was it was, it was it was it was an actual mixtape. And what you have to think about is at the time, these rappers like J. Cole, Wale, etc., when he was releasing on the album about nothing and all that kind of stuff, they were releasing in 20, I'd say 2008 through 2011, 12, they were releasing album quality projects just that they needed to release that music in order to blow up on the internet. So when you go back and you listen to Overly Dedicated, it is, it's, an, it's an album. It, it would be an album if it were, if he came out the natural way. Like if he was discovered by an A&R at 16 years old and you know, we want to release your debut album, it would have been that. It wouldn't have been Good Kid, Mad City. It would have been one of those mixtapes. The same with J. Cole. Mm. Um, and, and it's why I say J. Cole doesn't have a classic album, but he right, has no, classic yeah, yeah, mixtapes. Yeah. Drake to me doesn't have a classic album. He has good albums, but so he far does. Than... he does. Okay, maybe this is for a separate thing because this is still for Kendrick. I'm still. I will. I will argue with this. Maybe we'll we'll do another Drake out. Al- there is a classic Drake album, but we will we'll leave that for another discussion. So yeah. my thing is this no, is that no, 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 no. I just 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 so I can land. Mm. There's just so many rappers from that have blown up in this era now that released album quality mixtapes. That so so when when you say I don't like listening to mixtapes, mm. these mixtapes are legitimate projects. Like if, if you go back and you listen to like Wiz Khalifa, Cushion Orange Juice, that's that's an album. But he had to release that for free and give it to the public for free. That way people would know his name essentially. And Kendrick and so many rappers from that era did the same thing. So it's why you were always on blogs and things like that. So well, go, I think go I think... back and listen to those old mixtapes if you haven't. Basically, I will probably listen to those. Basically, I'll listen to those ones you told me, but I try listen to Section 80. And Section 80 is good. Like, Section 80 is like, you can tell that this is a very, very skilled rapper. But mm. as a project as a whole, it just didn't feel very concise. You know, I I just, I'm listening to like, okay, this guy is talented, but I can't see a direction with, with regards to what you're trying to say from top to bottom. You know, and you that's know why. Also, also, like, my, my youth is tied to those projects. So like I I hold all so of so there's a, there's a a bias obviously there's a bias there's a slight bias in that like what do you mean by slight bias there's a bias don't say slight there's a bias well no, well no it's like they're good projects it's not like I'm saying they're they're good when they aren't good it's just that when I think about those I think about yo like I was one of the first on this because and, and I'd like to think I kind of was in some ways um, mm. because it's like me David my boy Chris like we would be in the back of like the school bus or the bus that would take us to the university. Um, Cause we all took public transport and we'd be in there every day, just trading music. Like who you got, who you got, who you got. And like, like the, the, the hour, the hour, the mixtape came out. I remember like there was some dude in the back of the bus. He was like, yo, you, li- you ever listened to Amy Winehouse before? I was like, nah. So then like, that was the first time I ever listened to Amy Winehouse and things like that. So like we had our own little community and like mm. whenever, whenever things were new, we were on it. So, so basically, whenever I think of like those old mixtapes, I think it's good times, basically. So I'm I'm quite protective of those, but yeah. No, no, oh yeah. So, so basically, so for since now, fast forwarding towards um to pimp a butterfly. So obviously, like really to reach sort sort of a get there back to Good Kid, Matters Now, once this album comes, because I don't want to talk too much about this album, because maybe we may talk about it within a separate product. But it's good to briefly right. touch on it because it leads into to pimp a butterfly mm-hmm. so just briefly good kid man city i was like this is a really good album 
This is like this is a really, really good album. And it's like, yeah, this guy, first of all, is extremely skilled. He's telling a great story because that's because you have albums where it's just songs. And I always make this joke that 99% of rapper albums is you listen to track three, which is the best track. Track eight is the Spanish track. Track 16 is featuring everybody. And there's your rap album. You know, so but with this is like oh no, like he, he is telling a concise story and everything is interconnected all the way through from beginning to end. And like, that is, that is what you call an album because it's concise and everything fits to, together as, as one. Even if, even though the songs may be different, they, they still, still share a synergy and a chemistry within one or another. So the first, now correct me from that, so the first song to come out of, to Pimp Butterfly, the first single was, was it Black of the Berry? Ooh, that's a good that's a good question. Or I mean, was that or, or was it um I? I see, I remember I. That was kind of see, I'm a bit weird when it comes to albums I anticipate. Mm. I never listen to the singles. So I'm just like, I don't want to hear anything that's coming out. Like I, I used to be one of the dudes that's like, yo, I want to be first on the first record if J. Oh, yeah, Cole yeah. releases a leak. But I think once we got to around like 2014, 2015. And this came out in 2015. I was like, I don't want to hear anything. So, uh, but in the first single was I. It was released September 16th, 2014. Okay. So, yeah, but so I I never listened to it until yeah, the album. Me neither. But see, see, no, that doesn't see. I I didn't listen to it. I think that just sort of just passed me me by. So it's not I was avoiding it. It just sort of passed me no, by. I I avoided it. Okay. But now this this is now key now. This is now important. You see, for Black of the Berry, mm-hmm. you couldn't ignore it because it was such. Because see, when I came out, yeah, it was a good track, but he wasn't really saying anything profound. But the whole thing on Black of the Berry was is like, whoa, he's really come out on his whole pro-black thing. And see, Black of the Berry was really the song that was giving you a precursor as to what was going to come for the for the album, more right. so than I. So once you now had Black of the Berry, it was like, oh, oh, damn. Okay, wow, this has taken on a whole different thing with, 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 with which he is actually trying to now attack this product. So did you not listen to Black of the Berry? Did you avoid it? or I, I don't remember having a moment with it. I might have heard it like outside. How did you miss that song, man? It was everywhere. Again, I'm, I'm intentionally trying not to listen to any Kendrick potential singles until the album drops. I'm I'm very particular on that. Like I remember when when Watch the Throne dropped, I was one of the first guys like, yo, let me get in on uh that's my bitch or those songs. And I was like, you know what? I kind of ruined the album for myself. So I was just like never again. I think that album came out 2011. I was just like, nah, I'm, I'm not gonna rush to like projects I anticipate. Um so I I might have heard it briefly, but then I was like, wait, no, 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 no stop. So it might have been one of those things. Um, but yeah, so I had no idea what to expect until I saw the album art and I was like, Ooh, this, this looks like it could be pretty good. Um, just a bunch of people on the white house lawn, like a bunch of black people like, ah, oh, so <laughs> <laughs> I, obviously I did it. I, when I heard it was to pimp a butterfly, I was like, mm. what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea what the hell that, that, that meant. I I was like, All right. like Ke- Kendrick already had enough credit in my bank to where eat whatever to pimp a butterfly it doesn't matter like i'm gonna listen so mm. 
No, I don't remember having a moment of hearing uh, the black of the berry. Um, because all it, I was like, so is it like a Tupac sample? Like, is it a keep your head up sample? Like, I, I didn't know what to expect, but mm. um, yeah. So I, I don't have that. Yo, the first time I heard Black of the Berry as a single, like I don't have that moment. Okay, so so the album now comes now. So now, before okay, so before you, <laughs> it's it's so weird because like, see, I'm now thinking of me growing up because hey, before you put the CD in. Now it's like before you pressed play on your whatever Spotify or or okay, wait, no, actually, before you go, in, do you know how sad that is? I don't know how many of you guys who will be listening either live or afterwards, where you, especially of you, basically people who are let's say twenty five or twenty four and an under, mm-hmm. do you know what it's meant to go to a Virgin Megastore or an HMV? <laughs> Buy that album. Yes, it was six nine. Yes, we're overpriced. Yes, it was. Yes, it was thirteen ninety nine, bro. It, it was theft. But you know what it meant to go into the the store, get the album, and it's it had the wrapping all over. You'd remove the wrapping, open it up, and also you'd have to be very careful. The amount of, the amount of CDs that CD packets that I broke, bro. bro CD packets that I broke. Bro, so wait, wait, wait. So basically, you would you would open it. You're like, oh my gosh. And, and once you put it in, you'd take out the, the booklets. And you know what you know what I always did with rap stuff? Are you gonna write your damn lyrics in this damn booklet? Yo, that used to annoy me, man. It's it's especially when I was able because f- when I was maybe like 14, 15, I wasn't allowed to listen to like music I wanted to. I had to listen to like gospel music, Kirk Franklin. Oh, yeah. Hezekiah Walker, the Clark sisters, just basically like I, I, I could have listened like Chris Tomlin and all those kind of guys, but I like to listen to gospel music because it, it's black. So, <laughs> but then like 15, I was able to get my own music. So I was more on like the stealing music side of the game. So I was more on like the lime wire, bear share. I'm going to get this by hook or by crook for free. But on those odd occasions that I had to go buy an album, like uh, 50 Cent, um, the massacre was one of the first ones I actually went out and bought. I was oh, like, wow, bro, this, yeah, this 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 guy better have the lyrics in there. I don't remember <laughs> if they did or not, though. I don't think they did, but yeah, man, I remember it was because the the anyway. No, we're, I'm 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 getting lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, so especially so um so 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 be, before you pressed before you played the album, what were your expectations? So so were your expectations? Hmm. I'm hoping this is just as good as Good Kid. Were expectations? Man, I have no idea what I'm going to listen to. What were your expectations as to what the kind of album you were going to get? So the album drops at midnight, I think. Mm. And what I, I, I listen to at midnight? Okay, go. On. And what I did was, is I found a link. Sorry, Kendrick. Um, I downloaded the album, and I blacked out everything. I was I'm, I'm, it was in the room I'm in right now. I blacked out everything, turned off all the lights. I got like the best headphones I could find, pl- plugged it into my iPhone, and just sat, closed my eyes, and just listened to it. What I was expecting, I was expecting like I don't know, just by the album art, I was expecting something kind of just black, mm. if that makes sense. I was expecting like kind of the p- fist up Kendrick, and we got that, but. The sound or the sonic, I, I, when I first heard um, Wesley's theory, mm. and I hear kind of the G-Funk, George, I, you see George Clinton, and you're like, okay, 
Parliament Funkadelic. So this is going to be it's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't expect that sonic experience. Put it that way. I was expecting I was expecting something more like along the Dr. Dre kind of sound in that way mm-hmm. in terms of like that more West Coast, the stereotypical West Coast kind of thing. But he didn't give me that. He gave us something I, different. So I think your yeah, BBC similar is like. Now, from Black of the Berry and the album arts, I knew that, okay, this is going to be very pro, pro-black. Mm. He's going to say a lot of stuff here, and it's going to be very content-heavy. Um, so that's, I knew that, okay, that I'm going to expect that. But I wasn't expecting the way the album was constructed. Right. You know, and again, it's obviously something that we will get into, and I think this has been a critique of some people that they say that it's hard to listen to. Bro, based on how I, it's constructed. I have that critique. I have that critique. Like, oh, no, when, no. when, when, oh, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Cause yeah, so, yeah, so, I mean, we'll good. definitely get to that because when we talk about the album, so, so I did not expect the album to be made the way it was with regards to the intermissions, the story being told, and the story just being chopped into mm. little bits all the way through until we now found out every, until we found, we see the way he had the poem interlaced all the way throughout the album. And also, but as you said, Sonically, because I think I was reading an interview where it said there was a lot of real instruments being used. Mm. And that's something that is very rare for like a rapper, where a rapper has literally a live band that is playing. So, I mean, I mean, because there's so many ways we can cut this with regards to, because another big thing that we'll have to talk about is how he completely changed his rap style. You know, because I was listening to someone, um, like a, a, a YouTuber who said that, oh much, I really like he listened to Kendrick Lamar, um, Good Kid Matt today. I was like, Oh my gosh, I love him. But when he now listens to Pimper Butterflies, I was like, wait, what? He's just changed his style and then he then lost interest. So people find it time that he just changes his style. But for me, I find that that was really bold. So from even the first song, Where's this theory? I was like, Okay, this is very different. Mm, same. Like this, like, like this is very. This just feels different, and this doesn't feel like a regular rap album. Right. Like good, good, good kid from the jump is like okay, rap. All right, this is what it is. But from where's this there is like, yeah, like because just because he he is mixing talking with rapping, rapping with talking, talking with rapping, and it's all over the place. But there's still direction. So it seems like if it's very confused. And it's all over, but there is still a direction with where everything is going. So it's like, okay, whoa, okay. This guy is doing a, a lot of stuff is happening here. Right. A lot of stuff is happening here. But okay, because for me, I'm like, push, artistically push things, push things. And even if you 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 miss, I still appreciate when you now push things artistically. So from where's this theory? I was like, all right, okay, so let's now, okay, I'm in. Now, what are you now going to give me? So... Yeah. Um, so, like, as a film guy, because I know you you appreciate film, mm. can you relate this in any way to like a movie? Um, with regards to you mean the song or the no, album? Just, just just the album. In, in in what sense? As like, is there just, like just the, the the way it's constructed? Is there any like link to like a film? Because I I say this in particular because when I listen to for free. And he gives that like spoken word thing. He goes, you know, this dick ain't free. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
what it reminded me of I, when I just listened to it was, have you seen more Mo Better Blues? Is that um, with Denzel and Wesley? Denzel, Wesley, Wesley uh, Snipes. I was going to say Wesley Theory. <laughs> oh. uh, Denzel, Wesley Snipes. Um, Is Don Cheadle in it? Nah, it's um, Bill Nunn and uh, Giancarlo Esposito. That's the one I haven't seen. That's the one I haven't yeah. seen. That I still need there's, to see. I've not seen that. There's a scene where Denzel he's like giving a spoken word kind of thing about L O V E love, and it kind of just goes into this whole thing, um, and it reminded me of that. So I was like, as a film dude, do you feel kind of like a Spike Lee vibe? And I, I've seen that comparison before, so I don't know if this is an original thought. Um, it isn't, but it's it's something I felt. Just like, did you get like a Spike Lee kind of vibe? Well, no, no. You see, for Wesley's theory, yes, very spikely. With regards to the album as a whole, it's like I think it just exists within itself. Because I mean, like, there's a film called um, Jacob's Ladder that's very artistically made and it's very much all over the place and it's very visual. So maybe like in an emotional sonic sense, like in a visceral sense, maybe I Jacob's Ladder is the film that I think of its most as, but um, specifically from Wes's theory, yes, because Spike Lee loves to do that with regards to um, guys giving like soliloquies in front of the camera and everything, as kind of, and scenes kind of like existing outside of the realm of reality and and so forth. Mm. Um, but I think yeah, it's like. But it's funny that you mentioned film though. Is that I do feel that he wanted this to feel like a film. And maybe mm. like a Spike Lee film, you know, because Spike, the way that Spike Lee makes his films are very specific, you know, mm. and he makes his films like compared to like, let's say John Singleton or an Anton Foucault or so forth, like Spike Lee's films are very poetic, you know, he makes them very poetic and he like, there's a, like more so than most other black directors. I know like his use of music is very, very key especially mm. orchestral music. Um, so, yeah. So so, so I, I do think that he was definitely trying to go for a... Um, um, this is very much pro-black. Pro I don't want it to be pro-black in a very cinematic sense. But yeah, in that's, this that's, form. yeah, that's kind of what I was... Uh, it was a question in search of a particular answer, if you know what I mean. Because mm. <laughs> I was but, like... But, 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 do, do you know what's weird about this album? Because you know how we normally go from song to song to song, and we can normally do this... The way the album is made, it isn't an album in terms of okay, let's go to the next song, to the next song. Like we say, when when we did Ilmatic and we did um, we uh, Reasonable Doubt, is that like, okay? Track this track, this track, this track. But it's like this one's kind of difficult to do that with because it is. How, how how do you go from like you, and then don't discuss I. So like he makes you go from I'm looking at the track list. Like if yeah. you really want to talk about you, then you have to skip down the fifteen. So you have to go from six to fifteen. Like you can't really do it chronologically. And and, and and also basically for free, that's like an interlude. That's that that's 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 there. And even institutionalized doesn't really feel like a song. It's still a song, but not really a song. You know, so there are songs where like it's sort of like halfway in, halfway out, which is why and and it's maybe another thing that we'll we'll get get into. This is what I've always said. J. Cole and Kendrick. Mm -hmm. I feel J. Cole is the better rapper. Kendrick is the better artist. 
I think Kendrick has him beat on both fronts. I, I think me... like just I, no no no, and I'll, I'll explain. You you know how some people talk about like I don't like Eminem, but the technical proficiency of his rapping, you can kind of recognize that as being somewhere near elite. Hmm. When I look at the technical proficiencies of J Cole and Kendrick, there's no question. Kendrick is more MF Doom, more one of those like super lyrical miracle kind of guys, right? Mm. Now, if you ask me who has a better voice, who do I enjoy listening to more, I'd tell you J. Cole. Like, I think J. Cole makes music that I like better. Mm. But if we're just talking about the unique ability to put words together and different flows and cadences and even subject matter to a particular extent, I would give it to Kendrick. And Kendrick obviously makes better albums. Well, I'm, well maybe I'll just agree to disagree. I just feel like if the... the I the lines stick with me a lot more with J. Cole. Like, when J. Cole is rapping, especially when he's at the top of his game, I'm like, yeah, I, I know that bar. I know that line. I can remember that section. For Kendrick, I can't really remember many Kendrick lines or many bars. He says so just, much, it's hard to pick out. Yeah, that, that's also be because like, it's so fast, it's so quick, it's so frenetic. Right. But it's like he's doing it because he is thinking about the larger picture. And because... Going back to what we just said, this album is the instruments used aren't normal hip hop instruments. So, because they're not normal hip hop instruments, these are instruments used for soul music, really, mm. and really, you know, black soul music. He is now, and, the, and which just shows you the bravery of this album is he's now saying that how do I fix my rapping with instruments that aren't built for rapping not only instruments that are not built for rapping instruments that are being played at a at a pace and at a rhythm that don't coincide with rapping hence why the rapping just feels that's why it's sometimes it's fast it's jiggly because he's trying to marry the rapping with these instruments that you know normally here with rapping so and again the key thing is that it's not taking anything away from the rapping just that when i just listen to to j cole Okay, he's rapping. This guy is just rapping in in the most natural sense of of of, of, of the word. But with this album, is like it's about the entire project mm. as a whole. Yeah, it's 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 easier to talk about to pimp a butterfly as a whole thing. Yes, rather than to break it down into bits. But so in so so let me look now. Now let me be real with you. King Kunta is my least favorite song. <laughs> That's my least favorite song. I'm laughing because I kind of agree. <laughs> because you see, it's not enough to ruin the album because it's not a crap song, but it's just the weakest song on the album. And I just felt that with this. And and and, do, do you know what really annoys me? And so many artists and bands do this whenever they release a song as a single. And it's one of the worst songs on the album. Like Ferramunch did that with Simon Says. Simon Says is the weakest song on, on Internal Affairs. <laughs> but that is his biggest track of all time, which I think is insane. King Kunza for me is the weakest song on this album, for sure. You see, I think the is, song is, it just doesn't work for, 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 for me. It just doesn't work for me. Is that relative to the rest of the album? Like, so let's say one of these like little dudes came out with like a song like King Kunza. Would you say like it's a bad song? I I, I yes. wouldn't say it's a bad song. No, 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 no. Not a bad song, but not 
it's not it does it's not a song that stays with me. It's not it's a song that, that I will play you, again many times. If you look at the track listing and you like, so he has King Kuta, right? And then he follows up with Institutionalized, These Walls, You All Right, Skip the Interlude, Mama, Hood Politics. Like th- that run of maybe what six songs is probably it's a really strong run of songs. Mm. So you hear so you King Kuta is just kind of like, uh, it doesn't it doesn't hit the same way. That's not to say it's a bad song. Mm. It's just, it's not as good relative to, I, I don't, if you want to call it competition. It's just not, it it doesn't hit in the same way as the other ones do. But it's not bad. Oh, no, 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 no. It's, it's just not as good as what follows it. So it that's, makes that's that what, that's It's like, it's a song where it's like, when it comes, I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. But it's like, as you said, once... Basically, into, no, no, into, but it just I want to skip that and get to institutionalized. That's, that's, a, that's a, basically once, basically once you get to institutionalized, you're like, okay, we're now back in the groove, right. and you get to these walls and you, it's like, okay, we're now. Do you know? The, the, this is the best way to to say it. King Concert doesn't seem to flow with the vibe of the album. Well, the the messaging does. No, no, no. The message, no. See, see, see. For me, I always start with sonically. Before mm-hmm. I go to content, right? I always start with like for me. That's why I say with, with with music, you can have the best content in the world. The your first port of call is: Does it sound good? Does it sound right? Then what's your content? But the most important thing, because remember, at the end of the day, this is still music. It has to be musically right. So for me, King Concert just doesn't seem to musically flow well with the vibe of the rest of the album. Well, you see, what happened was is when they did that interlude with For Free, and they made that like super jazzy. You go into King Kunta, and that's not jazz at all. Yeah. yeah. So it, but it's like where else? Jarring almost. It's like, but where else do you like do you clip. put it though? That's the, well. This this goes to your point that when like sometimes when you release a single, we got to find a place for it. Yeah. So you might as well put it early in the album so yeah, you forget yeah. about it by the time you get to like track twelve or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's maybe part of it. But I know a lot of people really like that record. Oh so, no, they, they they do. No, no, it, it, it bumps. It, it bumps, did really right? well. Like when it came out, it, it did really well. It did really well. This is the thing. Like if, if we're talking about it as an album, maybe it doesn't necessarily fit into the album in a way that we like. But if you just pluck it out and play it as a single, it has a space. You know? So it's it's one of those things where he has to put it in there and it can't be a bonus track, you know? So oh, no, no. it has to be in there. But I know a lot of people that really like that record. So it is what it is, man. Well, basically, for me. Again, was 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 just sort of going all around the place because again, we don't really need to. <laughs> yeah, no, look, we don't have to have to be. There's no structure, myself. man. There's no structure. Yeah, we're rogue, man. We you see, this. the one song that I actually have on my playlist is "These Walls." See, "These yeah. Walls." I think this is a great track. Great track. See, um, it's that's that's not in my top three. I wouldn't say. Oh wow! No, no. For me, it's like my. It's for me. It's 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 the, it's the, it's the standout track because again, for me, it's like again, I go to musically. It just sits very well with me. So sonically, musically, beautiful and, and everything. And you know, it just flows really well. I just and I just think how he fits in well with the two singers. I think the male and the female singer. I just mm. think it's well, it just, it just and well. um, Anna Wise or I, something. I don't, I don't know who the woman is. Let yeah. me look. And a wise, yeah, and a wise, yeah, and a wise, yeah, yeah. But but Balaz, we, we we know him. Oh look, come on, that, that guy's from back in the day, man. Come on, man. So, 
Um, so yeah, so, yeah, I mean, these so, walls, so you like these walls? Oh, in I love terms it. Of, like the messaging. It's no, because no, no. It, to me, this is like the most female-friendly. As I said, not the messaging. Musically, you see. Now, if we if we now talk about messaging, obviously, okay, we've not gotten to Black at the Berry or rights. Now, there's a track here that is like quality in terms of content and storytelling. But we'll get there. And you may know what it is, but I don't know whether we have the same one. But in terms of storytelling, there is one here that is an easy standard in terms of this is just this this is where is Kendrick at his very best in terms of telling a story in mm. four minutes. Um, but no, no, see, this was no look, it's for the chicks, yeah. I get it, but look, it's <laughs> the it's, comments, it's the good, comments man. Said these sugar walls and cell walls. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mean by sugar walls and cell walls, but well, I mean, it's the walls, you know. Um, yeah. But it is, you know, it's funny. Yes. Yeah, um, so... No, I know. I I I like these walls, but I wouldn't. Again, I wouldn't put it in my top three records on this album mm. because it's kind of. I don't know. It it's not oh, no, a no, no, total no, 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 no. I get where you're coming from, from. Yeah, it's 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 not a total deviation from what he's trying to say because he does go into like. He he switches from I think the first two verses are about women, and mm. then he flips it like the baby mama's daddy is in jail. So it's linked in some way to the the, the theme of the album. But it I don't know. I, I just want to put it in top three. But I it's a good song. But there are better records. I think. So so man, let me just I'm just gonna just um, bring us the songs. Bring the songs. See now this song here. I think this can I tell maybe this is probably the most. It's between it's between this and Black of the Bear in terms of the most where black people were like, yeah, this is like our song. We basically we've now taken ownership of the song. All right. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, like, did you remember like like people were doing protests? Yeah. And like there were people on college campuses. That's and this became kind of like a soundtrack for the, the struggle anthem. in yeah. that way. You know. You know. Um and I think you're saying that, and that's just like the kind of like concurrent theme. We gonna be all right. We gonna be all right. <laughs> but, but see, it's it, a vibe, man. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. That's what again, like for Ken, and maybe this is going to be a recurring theme as you're talking with regards to Kendrick and his rapping mm. and his changing of his style. Okay, how how can I say this? You see, Kendrick was rapping on good on good good kid. This guy was okay. This guy is this guy is rapping. Like, what the hell? This guy is rapping. In this, it was okay. We're now seeing an artist. You see, Good Kid Mad City was a rapper. This is we're now seeing an artist. And you and you just have to accept that. Yeah, he is technically by definition a rapper, but he's now flexing his artistic skills a lot more rather than yo, look at let me just buy you up on Good yeah. Kid Mad City. So in on, on all rights, the rapping isn't very like cohesive or pleasurable to listen to, but it works. I don't know whether you understand where I'm getting at from here. I, I feel like I need you to say another paragraph, and then maybe I might understand what you mean. So so so, so basically, it's like the, he raps very fast, yep. very quick. Mm-hmm. Lots of words, but he needs to do so because, again, as I said, again, the instruments being used, the beats and everything is is not what you normally expect 
for a rap record, but he has to make it work. So even it, so, so if you take the rapping in a vacuum, it's like uh, it doesn't it doesn't sound as pleasurable as let's say what a J Cole or a Nas are, are thinking we, we will do. But mixed with the song, it works. So as I'm listening to it, I cannot tell you a single line from this song. I can't tell you a single bar or I, I can't tell you. But if I listen to it from beginning to end, it just works as a whole. So you're, you're, you're saying to match the instrumentation, he has to become an instrument that, yes. you can almost, that, that you can almost kind of put in the bed of the, of the song. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Basically, he's like, I just everything is interconnected. Mm-hmm. It's interconnected, so it's like it's it's so it's it works as one. If you take the rapping and what it doesn't work, so he's like, no, this this music like this, it has to make it work like that. There's a moment where, like in All Right, where the beat stops, and then he stops, and then the song starts, and he starts again. There's like yeah, a yeah. pause where, like, they hit the snare. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I, I can see what you're saying. Um, I, I guess we, we can save you for I. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I, like, I really, really like you. But we'll, we'll get there later. Um, now, actually, for sale is that where he talks about the devil? Yes, Lucy. Yeah. Now this was again. Is this a song? Is this not not so much a song, but it's the, it's an interlude. Yeah, the instrumentation here and what he says are just, again, quality. And again, this just, see, by the time you get to this track, you're like, okay, this, 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 this you listen to a very different album. You listen to a very different album that is now sort of taking things to a greater level with regards to what to expect a rap album should be. Right. Which is why when we now get to the fact of like, okay, it's hard to listen to, it's all over the place, I'm like, I have to give him so much kudos because mm. this is a because let's let's just be, be real now. Yep. For like Good Kid Mad City was like boom, amazing. <laughs> to do this for your so for my album is very brave. Because this could have Flopped. completely missed. Yeah. Let's be real. This could have just been like. It's a mess. It's all over the place. He's trying to be too much. It's not cocoa. Co- it's not cocoa. Co- it, it could. It's so easy when you when you're trying to and uh, kick knowledge to mm. come off corny. Oh, easy. And this doesn't come off corny. It comes off like you feel. I don't want to say anger, but just like the frustration of what society is like, or American society in particular. Like it feels authentic. I think because it is, and so he's not. He's not just saying stuff to say stuff, mm. you know. And and you see, and this is why Kendrick is so special is that he looks at he looks at the entire picture, mm. which is why it's like we will be doing a detriment just critiquing song by song by song by by song because by the time I got to the end of this album and listen to it again and again and again, I say no 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 like you see. Yeah, I love all rights. I love um, good politics. I love how much a dollar costs. I love Black of the Barrier. But whenever I listen to the album, I never listen to those songs individually. I always listen to the entire album. Similar to how I um, like Beats, Rhymes, and Life. I never listen to individual songs. I always listen to the entire album. That's a great point. So 
it's like no no so so go 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 okay do you know how we kind of talked about how people picked out kunta kinte and they listened to it as a single or, or king kunta rather sorry um they they, they, they pick out <laughs> kinte. Kinte. <laughs> uh they they pick out king kunta and it's just like yo this is a really good track and they put it in their playlists and that lives in their playlist forever right I'm not a playlist person. I'm an album guy. So mm. whenever I listen to something, I pick like, okay, we're going to listen to Amy Winehouse Back to Black. We're, I'm going to click song one, and we're going to listen to this all the way through. I don't have playlists in that way. So the this is the, I don't know if it's an issue with this album, but it's the inherent flaw for me, is that there's it's so dense, this album. And there's so much to get through that it almost feels like a chore to listen song one through 16 because you're actually you're going into Kendrick's mind and you're taking the weight of what all the things he's trying to say. And it's like, I don't feel like feeling like this. Mm. Like it's objectively great. Like it's a classic album. I think when we say what's classic, I think we're both going to put this at nine out of 10 or 10 out of 10 when we oh, get yeah, to yeah, the, for sure, for when sure. we get to it. But the thing, but the fact of the matter is, is it an enjoyable listen? And in some ways, yes, if that's what you're looking for. But if you're just looking for just an enjoyable time, you've just been, been called an album merchants, by the way. So fair enough, Josh. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but if you're if you're if if you're going to an album for just enjoyment and to get away and like you wouldn't put this on as background music. Like this isn't no. a Michael Jackson off the wall. Like yo, we just put this in the background. It'll make you feel good while you do your sweeping. Oh, no, 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 whatever. Basically. Like. This, this, this is something example. you can do if you're in a mood for it. There we go. You see, the, you have to be in the right mind frame to listen to this album. Right. You have to be in the right mind frame to listen to this album. Like, you, like Illmatic, you just throw it on. Beast from the Life, you just throw it on. You know how many and times I've to die, just throw it on. Elmatic is 40 minutes. If I need to kill 40 minutes, like if I was waiting for class or something, just like, yo, play Elmatic. Oh, yeah, the yeah, jungle. Yeah, yeah. New York State of Mind, we just get through it, you know? It just helps you waste it. This? Well, it, it, again, obviously, I know that, that you're obviously not, like, big into rock, but for me, like, Meteora was Linkin Park's second album. That album, I think, is 30 minutes. Mm. That album is short, but you could just put it on, boom, because, first of all, it's short, and also each song bleeds into the next song. So there, so there isn't any intermission. So each song connects fully to, 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 to the next song. Yeah. So you just like listen to like just one full track for like half an hour. It's like one of the shortest albums ever. But my thing about this is that, again, it's going to what I said about art. Mm. Why should there be one way in which you make an album? You're just making art. You know? And... Even by the time, and even like after years, I've said, look, man, I will, there's, I will, I'm more likely going to listen to Good Kid Man City. When we get to this, damn, is a damn good album. <laughs> <laughs> that was a damn good album. <laughs> like, but it's like, see, these, see, basically, damn and good, good kid. Oh my gosh, back to front, back to front, back to front, back to front. But for Pimp Butterfly, no, I, I just said, look, I can't do that with this. But now, let me ask you this then, because mm-hmm. I know what the, my answer is. If you can't listen to an album very easily back to front, does that take away from the album's quality or do you take points away from that album? Is it a 
necessity with regards to giving points to the album no. with regards to how easily you can listen to it from top to bottom. No, because let's let's say a film like Schindler's List is not easy to watch. Is it good? Is it great? Is it classic? Mm. Most most people would say oh, yes, yeah. it is. Oh yeah. So it it's things just because something isn't easy doesn't mean it isn't good. You know. Um, I don't know. So, yeah, yeah. So if, if things aren't enjoyable to get through, that doesn't necessarily take away from the artistic quality of it. No, 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 so, I, mean, I mean, basically, it's like... And, it's... and just because something is easy to get through doesn't mean it's good. So Titanic is, what, the most watched film ever or something like that? Oh like, it's God. so many people watch it. It's watched like 10,000 billion times. Is it a good film? No. But it's so it's kind of that same difference of like sometimes good things you have to put work in. It's just like, do you want to put that work in to enjoy this album or just to sit through it? Um, it's like, like, so, like some, someone in the comments says it's too in, like I said, that's why it's a classic. It's, it's influential. I thought he said it's too intellectual. I was about to say, like, so some people won't want to put the just the brain power into like sitting through it and kind of breaking it down and going through all the different elements of what he's talking about. And if you don't feel like doing that, I can't fault you for it because it's not an easy thing to do, but that doesn't take away from the artistic quality. And the fact that you can squeeze so much information into an hour and 30 minutes that people, even 15 years from now, will, you, you'll always be able to write something new about this album because you, you'll hear something new every time you listen to it. And that's the kind of the beauty I think about hip hop in a way is it's the most, Lyrical, you can squeeze the most amount of words into something. You can no, 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 no. it's you, it's you it's could be like a future. Yeah, I mean, you could you have your futures and your young thugs and all those people that you know they might say 16 bars in a 60-minute album, but if you want to, you can squeeze as much words and as much content and as much knowledge in air quotes as you want. And Kendrick, I think he found he leaned a little bit into like the wordy gospel preacherness, but it doesn't necessarily feel like yo, I'm I'm going to church with Kendrick, you know. So let's go back to the album. So, what track or tracks jumps out at you? So my favorite tracks. Mm. Um, okay, okay, okay. Do you have a favorite track or I tracks? Do. Is there one track where like this is my track? So, okay, so basically, do you want to tell? Okay, do you want to say your favorite track? Or you want to just build up before you get to your favorite track? Oh, no, my, my favorite track is the next one that we were we talked about the for sale interlude. Um, Mama's my favorite track, and it's just the vibe, like the beat, the drums, the flows. It's just wait, 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 wait. how does that go again? How does that go? How does that go again? When it's like that sloppy, and there's just like um, I don't know how would you describe it. There's a dude talking in the background. It's like somebody's banging on pots and pans. Um, it's like this feeling is unmatched. Something is something. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Good rap. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah, no, I remember, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. It's, just, it's, it's just a, it just, it's a, I don't know, it makes me feel good, so. But wouldn't you say that is a similar vibe to what you get from these walls in terms of, okay, Maybe Mama is more chilled, more like serene, but it's would you say it's as it's it's the same kind of musical feel as these walls? I I didn't say these walls was bad. I just said I'm surprised you like it in that way. Oh, that because it, because it leans kind of into that kind of sexualization. But you're just talking about the vibe. You're not talking about the lyrics. 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, that's that's a, well, no, I, I, that's interesting. Because I, I wouldn't have thought that Mama would would be your favorite track. Interesting. <laughs> I, just, I think it's dope. And the the just artistically, the second half of you, where he's where he's like drinking. Oh yeah. And he starts like you know you hear him take the sip. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah Like yeah. that artistic whole thing. I thought that was really really dope. Um, no, no, but 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 it's, it's, again, like you see. Again, maybe you can tell me, or maybe I'm missing something. Again, I've never really seen a rapper do that in that second half of you, where it's like, okay, now I, you're not I, really bringing in that kind of performance yeah, it's like into an, an album. Yeah. Be, be, because most rappers, it's just, okay, it's an intimation where you, I shot, yeah, I shot like that, or something like But this is like where it's like, okay, no, this is, you're making this very cinematic. And very yeah. and basically, he's now he's taken up a character. This is why but I asked you at the beginning, like, like do you, do you feel like this is why I asked at the beginning, like, do you feel a cinematic element to it? Because it, it it's it's a performance, like you say, like it's his, it, we're not just listening to Kendrick Lamar just rap. We're listening to him like offer something more than just being a rapper in a way. Which is why, like, again. Let's go back to the point that we said of like, oh man, I can't listen to this freaking album, man. <laughs> <laughs> is that this isn't a regular rap album? No, man. You, it's, you, you it's, can't, it's, it's a piece of art. You can't do homework with this in the background or no, anything like no, that, bro. No, no, no. no, like, no. So, which is why, like, I, you have to just say this guy is a genius. Like, see, that word is branded around, a, around lot. a lot. Yeah. And I hate when, because again, for me, I don't think. Maybe you do, but I don't think um, Kanye is, is is a genius. I think Kanye is an extremely talented producer, mm. very talented. He's not a genius. I think Kendrick is a genius because when I look at this project, this has come from a brainchild of a guy. Obviously, the musicians, what's 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 what, what's it called? His his producers and so forth and everything, but it's been engineered by a guy. And again, look, but before this, how many rap albums have existed? You know, hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds. There's never been a rap album like this. There's not well, been a rap album even close I to like this. I have listened to every rap album. So I, I, I won't go on a limb. I will let you take that kind of like definitive stance because I'm sure oh, someone will be yeah, like, hey, yeah, yo, I, <laughs> bro, like put this out there Name me a rapper on that side, then then I'll hold my hands up. Then okay, let me let, let me go out on a limb and, and look like a fool. Then so I'll I'll oh, happily do that. Yeah, um, I, so it, I, I, well, see, I, I think this is the weird thing, and this is like a Kanye debate that we can have at a later date when we do a Kanye album. But <laughs> genius comes in different forms. So is Kanye's genius because he's the example you used the same as Kendrick's? No, um, but I do think Kanye has a genius of his own. Whether or not you like it or not, that's a different question. And whether or not he's lost it, I can say he, in some ways, I think he has. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't think genius isn't one thing. It comes in in different forms. But I was, I was looking at the lyrics of Mama, and yo, I know everything. I know everything. Know myself. I know mortality, spiritually, good and bad health. I know fatality might haunt you. I know everything. I know Compton. I know street shit. I know shit that's conscious. I know everything. I know lawyers, advertisements, and responses. I know wisdom. I know bad religion. I know good karma. I know everything. I know history. I know the universe works mentally. I know the perks of bullshit isn't meant for me. I know everything. I know cars, clothes, hoes, and money. I know loyalty. I know respect. I know those that like 
just that whole flow. I wasn't even going to try to pretend to be Kendrick, but um, <laughs> that whole verse is incredible. Just like the the lyrical quality and just just the dopeness hey, he's of saying, it. He's singing a lot of stuff that makes you think, and it's. Um... No, 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 because because for me, my thing is like, and the, the, the beauty about this was we had a hint of this from Good Kid, but he just took things to the next level. This is, with this is what I was telling you at the beginning when you asked, when I asked, like, when did you first listen to Kendrick? And then you asked me, like, I knew he had something in him that was great. The, just the same way I know J. Cole does. But Kendrick has actually proven it to me that. The well, faith that J. Cole never it. will until he can get with the DJ Premier. <laughs> that's, that's my thing. No, no, no I, I know we're very about J. J. Cole, if you're listening, which I know I'm sure you have. The call, J. Cole and Kendrick up, album. Wait, wait, pick that, up bro? DJ Premier's phone, call him and sell DJ Premier. Please produce an album for me. If you do, you will you will have a classic guaranteed. Guaranteed. Yo, like that. Um what's 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 the track that J. Cole did on um the new Gangstar album? Diamonds and something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. What's it called? Oh man, like loyalty and it's, friends. It's actually and on my um. It's, diamonds it's, and loyalty. Something. Yeah, it's man. on. It's it's, a, it's on my title. Wait, keep talking. Keep talking. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll let have to find that track. But if J Cole could get without a, a a producer that could give him that sound, whether it be Premier or Pete Rock or whomever. Because J. Cole's whole production has been trying to bite East Coast. Yeah, I think anyway. it's, it's, it's family and loyalty. Is it family, family and loyalty? loyalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, family that, and loyalty. Family that sounds loyalty. right. I don't know why I was thinking diamonds. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but you know, J. Cole's whole production style has been like kind of New York, East Coast kind of rap. I think he's veered a little bit in, in the last few years. But just J. Cole isn't a good enough producer to produce his own album. And this is this has always been the problem. He's not even Big Crit. Big Crit is a far better producer than J. Cole. So I'm cool with Crit producing his own album. Like the last album that, that there was a not the last one, but the one before last that was a double album. It's one of the best projects that of that year. I think it was 2018. Cole doesn't have that. And Kendrick, to his credit, I think he's it's not just you know how people get on nods for like beat picking and things like that. I don't do you think Kendrick is the one that's orchestrating the sound? No. Or do you think? No. Or do you, or, or do you think it's like he has an executive producer? Whether it be oh, no, no, he does, he does. Or... No, no, no. Like, and that is the the key thing. Like, wait, I forgot what the name of his pre pre, pre producer Soundwave? is. Soundwave. Yeah, Soundwave. Soundwave. Like, I think Soundwave is really the musical. Basically, I think they work in tandem. So it's but, like Forty and Drake. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. you see, you have to be wise. And J. Cole could learn a lot from Kendrick because I think know what your talents are. Know what your, your talents are. Kendrick knows that. No, I'm not a producer. Let me focus fully on this whole rapping thing. Now, I have an idea of what I want musically and what I want my, my products to be. But Soundwave, this is what I want. You Make go it. out there and just do it. Let yeah. me now focus on just the, the rapping and just orchestrating this project. You for J. Cole, you are an amazing rapper, superb rapper. You're not you're not a good producer. You're just not. Like producing is a skill. Okay. Producing is a skill. Like J. Cole, you will never be a qu a quarter of the producer that that, D that DJ Premier is. 
get DJ Premier to make produce your thing and just focus on the rapping and you'll have a classic. Like for J. Cole, I don't think he'll ever realize this, that you will never, ever, ever, ever have a classic if you produce and you rap. It's never going to happen. Because trust me, now, I know I am a full-on amateur rap and everything, but just from experience. <laughs> <laughs> from experience. Hey, look, I was 15 years old now. Come on, okay. I was, I was 15, 16 years old. So I've heard the records. I've heard the records. So as, 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 a, as, a, as a 15, 16 year old, your brain having to worry about the beats and with the beats and the rapping, you, it's, you, you, your brain has to work in two ways because the way your brain works with regards to orchestrating the, the beats mm -hmm. and then writing it down, it's different. So trust me, it would benefit J. Cole so much where your brain doesn't even have to think about the organization and the complexity of creating a beat. Because CC, do you know what, what the, the key thing is? Mm. When, when you listen to J. Cole's beats, it's um they're very samey. Because he's he is who he is. But, yeah, because it because because uh, so they're very re repetitive and like and it's like because that's why I, it, that's, that's, that's why I brought up Crit. Because Crit understood this and he went out and got other help. And I think his his art his art has improved. J. Cole, we'll see what happens, man. Yeah, no, no, go, go, so supposed to be back on back on Drake. No, back on Kendrick. <laughs> no, 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 no. This, this is quick. When is this Kendrick Cole album coming out? They've been teasing it since like 2010, 2011. Bro. Where y'all at? Come Actually, on, man. On Kendrick and, and, and Cole, very briefly. So remember that song? You know that song that they did with um, Jeezy, American Dream? Mm, I don't know if I've heard that. Oh, man. Yeah. I probably have heard it, but. So basically, because it was, I, I it was, it was Jeezy, J. Cole, and Kendrick. And in my view, that was J. Cole probably put down the best verse of the, of the year. Amazing. And Kendrick opted to sing, not rap. So I I was like, the, the one thing I remember is when they did Black Friday, where they swapped like each other's beats. Oh, yeah. So Kendrick spit over Colby and Cole spit over uh, a Kendrick song. I thought that was interesting. But yeah, I, I need that yeah. album. Yeah, no, no, but, but but my my thing thing though is that yeah, like I mean, a Kendrick, see, they are the two best al rappers now, and a Kendrick J Cole album. They're the, they're the two best mainstream huge. rappers. I don't know if they're the two best rappers, but yeah, that's a different conversation for another day. Okay, different conversation for another day. But but whatever it is, an album by them would be massive. It would completely be be be. be yeah, it would be like Watch the Throne. Yeah, where like Kanye and. Hove link up, okay. Okay, well, okay, but Daniel, let's let's be real. Let's be real. Kanye West is an average rapper. Yes, but he's pretty good at making beats. But yo, no, 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 no. If we got Kendrick Cole and Cole was the one making the beats, you think Kendrick could actually improve it, or would it have to be like yo, an ex, an executive? No, 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 no. Oh my god. Okay, okay. Look, last thing. Okay, look. Before we get back to Kendrick, <laughs> do you know what would? Destroy the entire industry. Destroy Kendrick, J. Cole, DJ Premier. Finished, game done. That would be the album of the decade. Give me Kendrick Sing it Cole. right now. Give me Kendrick Cole over Neptune's beats rather than. No, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. Nah. Give a, what? Give me a whole album no. of all rights and I'll be happy. No, 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 no,
I don't need them sounding like Gangstar, man. You're, you're, you're stuck nah, in nah, the nah, 90s, nah, bro. Nah. <laughs> stuck nah, in nah, the nah. 90s. Man, you're underrating DJ Premier. You're underrating DJ Premier. You're underrating the dude like DJ wanna, Premier. I'm just saying what I'd rather hear. But anyway, let's... Okay, so... Complete diversion. <laughs> um, so, basically, um, hood politics. Is uh-huh. this what he says? Repub- Republic bloods and... No, no, Democrats and Republicans. I think so, yes. Yep. That was a no, no. That was that was a pretty good, good like because I think he, I think yeah, he he sort of uh, mentioned something that Killer Mike says. I can't remember the line fully, but you know this was no. I mean, um, well, this was seen. This was not him getting in his political bag, mm. getting in in, in in his political bag. And you see, this section is where, and this just shows you a strong album. You see, many rap, many albums, maybe it's rap, well, many rap albums, but a lot of albums. When he gets to the um, Ooh! no, no, someone said Kendrick Cole Knife Wonder. <laughs> now that's what I'm talking about. But anyway, oh, go, ahead. <laughs> go ahead, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just had that gutter reaction to seeing Knife, like, yeah, that would work. Wait, 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 who does Knife Wonder produce for mainly? Um, you would know him from producing, oh, well, Rhapsody number one. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah and yeah. um, you'd probably know him from Little Brother if you went back and listened to, like the Fonte Big Pooh records, but yeah, man. It's especially because Cole and Knife are from North Carolina, so I would like that personally. But go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so, yeah, so basically, so um, what about to say? So I think you see in in a lot of albums, whenever you get to the final third of an album, it just sort of like depreciates and just sort of like just just goes crap. But this is one album where like it just keeps getting strong and strong and strong and strong. And I mean, before we go to my another song that I think is is one of the best. On this, what's your view on hood politics? Hood politics helped me understand the album art a lot more. Okay. Although there was kind of elements of that, I think, in King Kunt, if I'm not mistaken. But I was just like, oh, okay, so I understand where that's coming from. But yeah, when he was like, um, Demo, what was it? Democrats and Rebloodlickens or something yeah, like that? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. I get it. But yeah, as as for like how it sounds though, you see, it follows one of my favorites. So it's kind of that bias in my head where it's like, oh, this doesn't sound as good, but that's because it's following one of my favorite tracks from the record. So, um, but yeah, it's good. It's good. Now, this is one of my favorite tracks of this whole thing, man. See, Where These Walls was my musical thing. Shout out to the ladies. Um hmm. This was about content and storytelling. How much a dollar cost? Um, just really good, really good. How he sets up the story, breaks down this this story. Is this the Isley Brothers? Um, I there's by the track listing. There's Ronald Isley and James Flanteroy. Okay, okay. Well, one of the Isley Brothers then. Really good. Um, so yeah, so no, just um the musical composition of everything, the construction of the song, how it's just the, the trajectory of the song. I don't think it's just really, really, really good. So this just has everything. Musically good, sonically good, great content, quality, quality storytelling. Yeah, yeah. Um, were, you, were you kind of shocked about the story, like when you saw like how much does a dollar cost, where you wondering like where is this going? And then he's like, "Yo, Jesus, God was a homeless dude, 
he didn't give him a dollar. Now he can't get into heaven. Like, yeah, I mean, I wasn't sort of shocked, but sort of like, oh, okay, that's interesting. That's an interesting. You know? See, like that, knowing knowing you for the past few years now, that doesn't surprise me. That's like that's your fit because it's just of the the story quality of it. It's like a, it's like again, it's like kind of a movie thing. It's yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, and uh, as as Kendrick Rapp, he paints the picture. So now. This was my introduction to Rhapsody. Okay. You know, um, I'd never really heard of her before or, or anything. So, what, what do you say? That's a good introduction. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. So, yeah, I was like, okay, I was like, so obviously, once Kennedy did this rap, I was like, okay. But then once she again came, I was like, oh, okay. Did you because know that Rhapsody was a woman on the track listing? Well, like, were you expecting to hear a man? You see, or- I don't look at it. no no I, I don't I don't look at track listing I oh, just, just play listen. yeah I, I just play so what struck me because see what what I like about rap any any especially when I hear about a new rapper is if you sound different and the way in which you attack a um a rap song and everything is different so what I liked about rap songs oh it's very it's 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 disjointed, but disjointed in the best way, you know. So I was like, okay, oh no, no, this is this is a very good, nice. This is a this is a nice, refreshing rap style. Yeah, that she's coming with, and also keep in mind, we now on on track twelve. I believe that the only other person who has featured is Snoop Dogg. With a verse, right. yes, yeah. With with a with a verse. Well, see, this is the thing. There were two rap features, Rhapsody and Snoop. Snoop, mm. you have because you're paying West Coast homage, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Rhapsody's there just because you want a female perspective, I suppose. But again, this this happens. You know, when when um, people release their debut albums, and it's like, I released my debut album with no features mm. because it's the it's your first album, and you have something to say, really. Kendrick has so much to say to get off his chest, off out of his brain, that there's not enough space to have nine features of future Drake, Jay-Z. Like Kendrick could if he wants, mm. but I've got so much to say. If the feature isn't right, I don't want it. So I I, I like albums with minimal features. Oh, you like, don't like know. I yeah, hate I, like 12 tracks. And there's like ten different songs that have a feature. Like, come on, man! Like, no, it's, 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 no, no, like, I, it's like whatever. I look at a track listing, and I just I look at it. I'm like, man, I can see four guys there, five guys there, three guys. I was like, oh man, well, I mean, what what the hell is this? But you know what, what's also very good is that with the Rhapsody feature, she features on a beat that she would have on her album. It's not like she's out of her depth. She's not on one of those crazy like G funk vibes or anything. Mm. Like, that's a beat that Ninth Wonder would produce for her. So she's in her pocket, and it allows her to shine how she does, like on her on her own project. So see, my only criticism, I didn't like the line of like Idris Elba being James Bond, <laughs> or, or rather, like a, a black James Bond. I was like, oh. see, that was the only one where I'm like, everything was perfect. But like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, so now, obviously, we, I think we saw how sort of. Talked about this, but yeah, Black of the, the Berry, man. Yeah, this was highly charged. I mean, okay, so yeah, your thoughts on this track, on this song, Black of the, the Berry. Well, see, 
now I was anticipating this one because as you like, I might've heard the first five seconds and I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to listen to it. And then when I heard it, like the, for the first time, I was like, so no, there's no keep your head up sample. So I was like, okay, so what is this? But you know, then he's like, I'm black, I'm African American, I'm African, I'm this, I'm that. I was like, oh, let's get it. <laughs> like, cause he's jumping right into like his pro black back. So I'm like, okay, I fuck with this. I fuck with this. And like, I don't, I don't even particularly like the beat, but the messaging and everything that he says in the record, I really like it. So. I mean, you know, no, I mean, it's like it's. Um, I think that that's very much about content. I mean, the beat is just effective, but it's very much about content. Yeah, that, so. that beat is there just for him to spaz. Yeah, yeah. Now it's, it's not too much. It's just is. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, okay, oh, sorry. Oh, so, so wait, were you finished? Or yeah, let me... I'm done, I'm done. I love this track. Which track? Really love this track. Um, you ain't gonna lie. This is you my ain't least favorite. Give it to me. Ain't gonna lie. Ain't gonna lie, ain't gonna lie to keep me with you. Ain't gonna lie so hard. Really good, really good track. I think this is my least favorite record on the album. Oh my god, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't know. This is like the like. There's like a whiny voice in it. You ain't gonna try so hard, like all that kind oh, of. Oh, bro! I love no, no. You know, I love this track. I love this track. Really good. Yeah, again for me, similar to um, no, pretty much the same as these walls. Just musically, just sounds great. You really like the vibes on this album, so like, oh yeah, walls, oh yeah. Uh, you ain't gotta lie. The vibes are strong. The vibes, like are, I think the vibes are, are, are strong with this one. Now you see. You know, I said King Concert is my least favorite. I is your least favorite? I might be my second least favorite on this. You know what? If if he would have released the studio version, do you think that would have helped? Because I actually think, look, once I went back and I listened to the studio version, I like the idea that he did the live performance. Okay. Because um, the, live, the live performance allowed him to have the... Why oh, yeah, the, the, the end, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's real, if it was a skit or what, what it was, but oh, come on, it's, it's, it's like skits, man, it's a skit. Come on, man. I'm just saying it could have been real. Yeah, no, it's a skit. It's a skit. They Tastable. made it sound like it could have been real. Yeah. But then he went when he went N E G U S. Like, oh no, did, did did you know about Negus before you listened to the nope. album? Nope. <laughs> So that was all neat. I was like, "Oh, what? Okay, all right." <laughs> wow. I remember. I remember. Like, if you do any research into the N word, like, and you're on kind of some pro black shit, like, you'll find N E G U S from like Ethiopia or East Africa is like one of those words that means king. So, yeah, I was like, "Oh, Kendrick's gonna have a whole bunch of people talking about I'm a negus." <laughs> <laughs> I remember, like, yeah, there's, there's gonna be a lot of people claiming negus now. But, yeah. Um. So, Mortal Man mm, is pretty we, much like combination of that yeah. poem that's been cutting in and out of the album the whole time. Also, no, Buckley. See, now I love that idea of there's a poem that is slowly being finished as the album is going through. This is again why I asked you about the film correlation. Like, could you think of any film that does that, or no. is this a, or a total music thing? Like I'm thinking, like a a movie that might like they show you a scene or a piece of it, and then they go back and they show you even more of it. 
Like the, well, the little movie that does that? Or is this mm. like a totally original idea that he had? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sure there's just, I can't think of it, but I'm sure there's a movie that has done that. Yes, there's a, I don't know whether, Mem- did Memento do it? No, really. But there's definitely been a film that has Memento done that. I just can't remember. Film? Like some of these are very psychological, trippy films. Yeah. Um, no, no. You know, it's, it's actually crazy that you say that. When he was doing it, it did make me think of a film, but I can't remember what it was. Hmm. I was doing it as well. So, oh, yeah, this is that. Yeah. So I remember a film that does something like this, but yeah. Yeah. It's probably made by Kirisawa. <laughs> probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. Um, uh, okay, so... Yeah, so basically, this is, this is the culmination. This is everything, and I think this is... Um, him talking to Tupac and really and honestly I, th- I think the title of the track is 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 very important as well mortal man so in your sense what is he really talk what is really the theme of this or are we dealing with many things because on one hand is this about pro black pro black pro black or is it about the deconstruction of Kendrick being introspective, looking inside and, and dealing with fame and popularity and maybe dealing with the facts of like, oh my gosh, I am this, or I, I am either this or I want to be this um, cultural social leader for my people. And I need to look at one of um, my idols who could have been this or rather was this, i.e. a Tupac. Okay. Now, this is, you know, the famous Pac quote where he's like, I'm not going to change the world, but I'm going to inspire or I'm going to spark the mind of the person who does change the world. Like, that's like a famous Pac quote. And Kendrick, from everything I've heard and listened to, like he dreams that he meant Tupac once. And um, if you listen to, I think it's a track called High Power. Um. Uh, he says something about, you know, he uses Tupac's original name. If I could, let me look this up. Tupac Shakur, because that's not his birth name. His birth name was Lassane or Lashawn Parrish Cooks. Crooks. Um, and I remember Kendrick referencing that, and I looked it up. I was like, who is Lashawn Parrish Crooks? And it, that's Tupac's birth name, essentially. Like, uh, I guess his, his mother changed his name. Um and so Kendrick has always thought that he is that spark or that person who Pac is going to change the world through in a sense. So when he starts talking about like, is it, I'm forgetting the lyrics offhand, but he talks about, you know, JFK, Mandela, um, Detroit Red, AKA Malcolm X, uh, Martin Luther King, et cetera, et cetera. He goes to like all the leaders and stuff. I think he's trying to like, as you say, maybe wrestle in his mind, like, Am I able to do this? Especially thinking like all of those people who would have been killed or imprisoned if you're Mandela who, you know, they try to go down these paths. But at the end of the day, you're a mortal man. Like you can die by doing the right thing. Um, and I think that's where he's going. Just because like, is, is it worth it to be the person who changes the world if you're going to die? Like, is is your life worth it? I think that's where he's going. I don't know. I mean... I, su- I suppose, but it's like I'm trying to think that whether that was the point he wanted to put across in this album, 
or he wanted to make I mean, I mean what points do you think he wanted to make when if by ending it with this song does well, he want uh, people well, to, 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 to live with with that message or with the message of pro-black 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 i think this song in a sense is rationalizing his decision to make an album like he just made okay so, so let's say you um, do you start i don't know if he starts with this record or if this is the record you finish with but suppose like you make this whole pro-black record and then you have a moment to think like bro if i release this and it has the intended effect and people are going to be looking at me like some pro-black uh, change the world kind of figure like what does that mean for me and then you start writing whatever bars about mandela in prison or Pac or uh, malcolm martin jfk all the people that have kind of died in, or died in the 60s and stuff like that so maybe that's what this is happening maybe that it's it's a more personal record like just his own coming to grips with what he's just done in terms of making the whole project yeah i mean no i mean i think it was it definitely made sense to end it with this mm. based on i mean i mean what i mean look it's um the entire thing is 12 minutes 12, 12 minutes seven seconds long <laughs> you yeah, know it's long it's long it's, yeah, it's, it's long the, so the yeah, yeah. So, but again, it's like this is a, a different kind of album. Again, normally, <laughs> as I said again, track sixteen is featuring everybody from the neighborhood. You know, that's that's the regular rap thing to do. Track sixteen is where everyone is featured, and we're having a full. Or sixteen is the remix of track three, which is the single. You know, um, but I think it's made sense to end with with this. Big, and it fits very well with the theme of what this is about. That this is, it's a it's a commentary. You know, it's a commentary, and I think that it's a introspect. It's 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 Kendrick looking really inward mm. into himself, but also outward as well. You see, good kid, good kid, Mad City was this is my life. This is about me. So, Good Kid was fully introspective. This is really me. This is a mixture of being introspective, but also, all right, we've already dealt with what I'm about in Good Kid, Man City. Now I'm ready to now go out into the world and try and be something. Yes. That, that was a point that was in my head. It was yeah. like Good, Good Kid, Mad City is a look at his world. And then uh, To Pimp a Butterfly is a look at the world in general. Yeah. So he gave you my block. Now I'm going to give you my country in a way. Mm. So, 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 so basically, you know who... So basically, yeah, so basically, Good Kid Mad City is this is where I grew up. But in Good Kid Mad City, we knew nothing about what his views were about anything. It's just mm -hmm. a story, like a biography. But what are your political views? What are your thoughts about this? No, this is just me. Now, to be a butterfly is now you know who I am. This is now what I think about the world. This mm -hmm. now, this is now my views about the world. This is how I'm now reacting to, to things within the world. This is now the different things that I'm seeing within the world. And now that I'm seeing all of these things, what can I do to affect change? Hence why you have the interview with Tupac, where you were that guy. Because again, so let's talk a little bit about Tutu Pack. He was going to be that guy. 
like I believe that Tupac would have gone into acting. He would have been a very successful actor and would have gone back into rap and rap would have been very, very different if Tupac was still alive. Would have been very, very different because I believe that if he had just sort of calmed down a bit, he would have grown older, become a lot more mature and made much more um, political introspective, important, socially conscious records. And rap would have been a very different genre. And mm. the kind of change he would have, because basically he would have been like the modern day social leader, 100%, because, and because once he, rap just became something different. But if Tupac was alive and he grew older, the kid in the, and he matured, because the issue with Tupac was he had um, split personality syndrome. He just had a crazy response syndrome. But I think if he just knew his importance in the world, and I think, you know, he would have understood, and he made more films that were obviously a lot more effective, and he was like, wait a minute, wow. Forget all this gangster stuff. I can really affect some change. Mm. Rap Yo. would have been different. And, and he would have affected, and especially coming into 96, 97, 98, with most deaf coming, Talib Kweli coming. And, and common coming, very much coming, rap would have been a very, very different genre. So I looked this up, and this article is from Hip Hop DX from July 2011. So four years before this, this record. Um, and it's a quick read, so I'll read it. It says, in the beginning of the video, High Power, Kendrick Lamar shows a message that explains he got a visit from LaShawn Parrish Crooks. The book, the birth name of Tupac, speaking with Homegrown Radio, the West Coast Spitter explained that he saw a vision of the fallen rapper in his sleep and it encouraged him to carry on his name. And then this is a quote from Kendrick. He says, it's a crazy story. Actually, it's a crazy true story. Actually, you know, one of them things where you really where you were you really delirious in your sleep. It's a real situation where I was sleeping one night and a silhouette came and he said, keep doing what you're doing. Don't let my music die, he said. The shit scared the <laughs> the shit scared the shit out of me. Just off the fact that prior to that, a day before, my mom bringing up, you know, you you know, you and Tupac. It's written like how exactly how he said it. Y'all like days apart, y'all birthdays. I never knew that shit. That's some wild shit. One once she said that shit, and I'm really big on shit like that. Somebody comes in your dreams and relays a message. You got to listen to it because I've got past family relative relatives that's been coming to my dreams forever and talking to me. Um, so yeah, like he has experiences with like seeing Pac. So it doesn't surprise me that I, re I remember when I was listening to it, like on the couch and I was like, it's like, he's talking to Tupac. I'm like, how, what? like <laughs> the idea that you're just going to like talk to Pac in your record, like you're just going to cut the, the voice of the, um, what's it called? The interviewer. Okay. And you're going to become the interviewer and kind of ask the questions that you want to ask with the answers that you get. Like I'm some people are like, yo, how did Kendrick get in the interview with Tupac? Ain't he dead? <laughs> like, yo, where did he find Tupac? I'm like, calm down guys. Like he's he really does some trick here. <laughs> Cause like, it's one of those things where like the album is, the album comes out probably midnight. So then by like 1.32, if you're still awake, everybody's finished the album that decided to listen to it at the same time. 
So it's like, yo, why did he get Tupac, man? Like, what happened? Like, I thought Tupac dead. Like, he found him in Cuba. Like, what's going on? <laughs> wow, people are wild, man. Yeah, man. So. All, right, all right. So let's sort of just round this yeah, off, man. Um, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, so um, let's let's grade it, man. Okay. No, okay. I have, a, I have an idea. So if you had to take if, – if, if we want to make a playlist, let's say you have to take your top three tracks, and this is – what people should put in their playlist. So what okay. three songs are you telling people to put from this album in their like playlists? Oh, easy. Um these walls, how much a dollar costs, you ain't gotta lie. Okay. And I'm I'm telling you in your in your in your playlist, put you, put all right, and put mama. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so so those are my three. Um yeah, you know what? Somebody put like T two P A B or two P A C to pimp a caterpillar. A caterpillar. Okay, so if you um, a butterfly starts out as a caterpillar, and 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 and, and this is a really good reminder. So, if you look at the first letters of everything, it's like T P A. Right, so two would be the number two, and then P A B. But a caterpillar starts out as, or a butterfly starts out as a, as a caterpillar. So if you change butterfly to caterpillar, you have Tupac from from the title. Mm. So that's why he called it, and that's a good reminder, Muhammad. That that's that's why he called it to pimp a butterfly, because basically, oh he, okay, he's he's the butterfly from Pox. No. Oh wow, wow! I didn't. I wow! Like my mind is just blown. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what happened? Like, like I was about to say, what's what's because I thought he was he, he was like trolling. I was like, wait, 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 wait! What are you on about? Are you like you know, trolling I, I, or something? I, I remembered when um when we I talked about it at the beginning of the episode. I was like, yo, I need to come back to that because I remember some I forget some um YouTube channel. They were the one that figured it out. Um, it might be dead in hip hop. Um, if you're subscribed to those guys, they have a really good channel over there. So, um, but I think they were the ones that kind of decoded it or something like that. But yeah, so so to pimp a butterfly is really kind of Tupac, but there's like a deeper message between the caterpillar and the. Oh yeah, I've been a while. Yeah, wow, that's actually yeah, damn. So yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, so yeah, yeah, let's go ahead. So look, man. So look. So how 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 are we grading this bad boy, man? <laughs> First of all, is this is this classic? Yes, it's classic. Yes, this is classic. This, 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 is, this is a classic <laughs> album. Um, yes, it may be hard to listen to many numerous times, but objectively speaking, this is without a doubt a classic album. Now, you could give this two ratings. Like, you could give it the objective rating. And if you gave it an objective rating, I think it's... I mean, I know we don't do 0.5s. So really, it's nine point five. But I'll just give it a ten. I'll round up. Like if that's the objective rating, it's a ten. Like it's a classic album. Um, I'm giving it a nine. You give it a nine. If I had to give it, no, 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 man, nine, nine point, nine point five, nine point five. You don't do point fives, bro. I don't care. Nine point five, man. No, 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 no. Pick a number, man. Pick. Stop being a wuss. Nine, because I can't say because because Elmatic is the only one has to be a (laughs) ten. <laughs> my Naruto, like, I know my Naruto must remain. Nothing must be the same as Elmatic. 
<laughs> I thought you might forget, but okay. Um, but yeah, it re really, it's probably nine point five. But you know, we don't do point fives because that's that's whack. Um, so what's that's the objective rating. But if you had to give it like you're looking at your catalog on your iTunes or you're on Spotify or whatever it is, Apple Music, what if you had to get just like an album to listen to? What would you give it? Like just as like um. What am I trying to ask? Like, if you had to rank the enjoyment of listening to it, like out of oh. ten, like is it a ten out of ten? Like you enjoy well, listening? I'm, to Are we allowed to give to give points fives? No. Um. Okay. For enjoyments, yeah. Okay. I'll throw in an eight. An eight. See, mm -hmm. I'm like I'm at like a six. Six. Yeah, no, I, no, as I said, there are some very enjoyable songs on here that I, that okay. I like. That's I'll really like bump. So, See, yeah, the, it, or maybe okay, you know what? Seven, I can't go lower than a seven. Seven for just for pure enjoyment, seven. I can't go lower like than a seven. And here's the thing, six, like, bro, six is crazy. And this is the thing, we might have talked about this when we did the uh, Lupe Fiasco. Food and liquor, or when we did um, black on both sides by most. Joseph right? still has to pay for me having to listen to black arts <laughs> flipping thing, man. Classic on my foot. <laughs> We're just asking the question here. It doesn't have to be classic necessarily, but <laughs> I, I think we said, or at least I know I said, at least I think I said this, um, that I read books. I don't need my music to necessarily be over the top, like I'm going to a sociology class, like I need to learn, you know, critical race theory and, you know, uh, fucking like the Joy DeGribe book or $40 million slaves. Like I've read pieces or complete books on, you know, would be blackness in that way. So I don't need my rapper to be like an Akala or a most, uh, not a most deaf, like an, uh, Akala, a moral technique, low key, like those kinds of like super duper political, I'm trying to kick a knowledge rap. Like I don't need that. Now I do have to have some level of intelligence, you know, like I need bars <laughs> at the very <laughs> least. But it's for me, I don't find it necessarily enjoyable for like rappers kicking knowledge to me. Cause I'm just like, are you qualified to be telling me what you're telling me? So, like, what books are you reading, Kendrick? Like, has has Kendrick read books to where he's, like, knowledgeable enough to know what he's talking about? Because, like, there's this one thing about how, – how would, how, would, how would you describe this? Once you step into the arena of you're trying to give people information and you're actually kicking knowledge to them, it, it can't just be, oh, this is how I feel and this no, is no, no, all no, about – You have to have some facts, some facts. And something to back you up. So I would – I would have to actually go look at like Kendrick Lamar interviews talking about the album and actually see if he's actually gone in depth about the subject matter that he's brought up. Like how, yeah, um, you, you come to the conclusion that America's racist. Okay. But what gives you the license to say that? Or are you in a place to elocute that with substantive evidence that you've backed up? It's not good enough just to say, this is how I feel, even if the feeling is based in accuracy. Or it's a legitimate feeling. Like you need more than that. So this is sometimes why I go with rappers. It's like like Lupe and those kinds of rappers. Most deaf. Like 
cool. Like it's it's cool that you're socially aware and you're conscious in that way. You're would be woke. This is a very woke album. This might even be like this. This might be the woke album, like starter kit in a way. This is like <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You mean this one, Pimper Butterfly? Yeah, like t- 2015. If you were woke, like this is like oh my goodness, like this is like I don't know. This is like your Illmatic or something like that. But mm. I need more from you than just kicking knowledge. I, I need to know like what you're saying is rooted in reality and that you are doing the requisite research to be qualified to speak on what you're speaking about. So well, I, I, I like that at least, but I think that's another even interesting conversation because it's like, um, you see, again, it goes back to the point that I, I make. We are, we are in the musical medium mm. with a hundred percent content is great. Be woke. Talk about different stuff and everything. And you know what? I I really hate that word. And do you know the thing about that word? Woke actually comes from the Matrix about waking up, you know, waking up to the truth and everything. So, but I I, I don't know. I just something. I just hate. I just hate that word woke. It's just very. I mean, so I understand. It's it's, it's too I, cool I for, for for me. I get it, but it's become. Rinsed. Oh, no, 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 but 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 actually, wait, wait, what was the point I was making? Yeah, so let's see. My thing about this is that, yeah, no, no, talk about your content and everything. It's all great. The music has to be good. <laughs> At the end the of the music day. has to be good. If all you're doing on an album is just talking about politics, social justice, and everything, that's, but the music is bad, I'm out. Sorry. <laughs> like, then just talk to me like on a pulpit um, in a political hall or something. But if I'm buying your CD, yeah. I'm listening to you on Spotify or 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 thingy. I need you to. <laughs> Do you know how funny it is? Even when I just said that, when I buy a CD, I actually find I actually sound like like an old man. People are about to say, "Wait, CD? Wait, what, what, what the hell is a flip flipping CD?" Oh, um, if you're born before like 1990 or 1990 and earlier. I'll, I'll I'll include myself. Like we're old now, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're before 1990, yeah, look, old man. No, but but my thing about it is that the music has to be good. Yeah. If you just spend your time just talking, talking about oh no, this is real, real, I'm so real, real. But like the music is crap. I'm like, bruh. See, and the most effective way of getting your message across is by having it been done. It, it's good music. And you're not beating us over their head with your political statements, mm. you know. Because at the end of the day, as you said, it's a bit, yeah, yeah. Because you, you know who Michael Dyson is, Michael Eric Dyson, yeah, yeah. 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 You see, you ain't like this guy. He's dedicating with his life reading, researching, reading, researching, reading, researching. He reaches so, into cool areas, though. I must admit, like, <laughs> oh no, no, he does, he does, he does, he does. No, but I just want to just throw a name out there, but yeah. The, the, the perfect example is someone like Akala. Akala is very political, mm. but when you listen to him speak, he has the requisite base of bro. That guy has all the stuff. Right. He, he we we've read his book. Like we know. Like this guy knows what he's talking about. So where I believe when you talk in your raps that this is actually something I need to pay attention and listen to. Kendrick, I've we will get to damn. And Damn helps explain in some ways to Pimp a Butterfly. But when we review Damn, I will come back to this moment and be like, do you remember when I said this? And you're going to be like, yeah. And then we're going to go. <laughs> okay, basically. Dan- on- go ahead, go ahead. All right, okay, look, man, on that note, man. Um, look, man, so 
Was Classic is back. You know, we will... Okay, so sweet. Should we actually announce the next album that we're going to do now? Oh, we should we do the next album? Yeah. Comments below. If... T- tell us what album you want us to break down next. Put it in, in the, the comment comments section. Comment section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, 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 in the comment section, put it below and then we will, we will discuss. So we will hopefully try and do this, this every other week. Not every week, but at least two episodes in a month. Yeah, so basically we'll try and do this every other week. So every other week we'll try and do So the next one we'll try and do in two weeks to two weeks time Thursday, man. So um, because it's, it's hard for us to find our share this. But look, man, Daniel, it's, it's, it's been swell. As always, no, man. no, <laughs> no, it always no, no. Do we really want to no. leave it up to the comments? <laughs> no, no, no. Hell no. On that bro. note, bro, we gotta go. Bro. Yeah, no, no. All right, guys. Remember Peace to like bro. the vid. Remember to share the vid. Peace out. Pick up everybody in the comments that that was here with us. Yeah, well, yeah, no. Thank you for all the guys in the, the live chat, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Much love, much love, much love. Peace Thanks. out. Peace.